Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 8, you will hear stories from our ninth collection, Sooner or Later. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. This Killin' Time is Killin' Me by Bruce McIntyre. I'd spotted Chilly Willie a few times off and on after my return to the Urban Ministry Center in Charlotte, North Carolina, where I'd volunteered for years and was now working part-time. But this Wednesday, he looked different, more relaxed. His clothes were cleaner, his hair not so tangled but still in dreadlocks, I didn't know who was doing his barbering these days, but they were better than his last. The smell was gone, along with the dirt under his fingernails. His skin was clear, but the Harley-Davidson tattoo was still there, squarely in the middle of his forehead. I sat next to him in the courtyard, leaned over, and said, Hi, Chili. Remember me? After an extra long minute, he turned to face me and replied, Maybe. But I'm not chilly anymore. I'm Larry Major. It turned out the folks at Moore Place had gotten him off the streets and into a small furnished room with people around to help keep him clean and sober. He had good days and bad, of course, but like so many others, sobriety was something Larry had needed for years. He didn't talk much that day, but later, if I saw him walking between the Urban Ministry Center and Moore Place, I'd pull over and we'd go to a convenience store to buy cigarettes. He'd ask the cashier for two packs of Marlboros in the crush-proof box, and I'd slide the money under the thick, bulletproof plexiglass shields some neighborhoods deal with while others do not. I knew smoking was not good for him, but it's common among the addicted. One addiction is replaced by another. So I'd rather it be a box of Marlboros than a few hydromorphone tablets washed down by glug after glug of Thunderbird. Back in the truck, Larry lit up. I asked him to put down his window. He fumbled around until I pointed to the handle and he cranked it down. I remember windows like these, he said. I chuckled and said, we all do, Larry, except my grandkids. They're still trying to figure them out. He always buckled his seatbelt since that first time he'd told me how seatbelts were a restriction on his freedom. I simply said that might have been true for Chili, but he was Larry now. He liked the long handle on the gear shift coming up from the floor and the short one to put the truck in four-wheel drive. He'd reach over to touch the gear shift with his tattooed fingers. Larry told me he always wanted an old truck, but his wouldn't be white. It'd be red. Not a bright, shiny red, but a, a red that looked old, like it had been left in the sun so long it turned a dull, orangey color, like overripe yams pulled out of the ground and left in the field and how he'd keep his guitar on the seat next to him, and how he'd park down by the railroad track, put the tailgate down, and sit for a spell, strumming and singing, This Killin' Time is Killin' Me. 
Oh, and mine'd be a Ford. What kind's this one? he asked. It's a Ford, Larry. Can't you tell? Sure, man. I knew that. The Urban Ministry Center opened Moore Place, where Larry lived in early 2012. They called it Housing First, and many did not understand the simple idea. The old way said to quit doing drugs and drinking alcohol, and then there could be help. It was like saying to a wood-burning stove, give me some heat and then I'll give you some wood, when you should have been putting in the wood all along. Having a place of his own let Larry get clean and sober off and on for the first time in years. Tragically, Larry was struck by a car on a Thursday night in October. He'd been drinking and stumbled out in the street from between two parked cars. It was dark and the driver couldn't stop. Larry, a legend, lay dead in the street. The service was at a church on East 36th Street. Larry was 58. The sanctuary was packed. Copyright 2023, Bruce McIntyre. Charles Bruce McIntyre, or Bruce to those who know him, is a retired business owner and cancer survivor. He lives in Charlotte, North Carolina, and is a member of the Charlotte Center for Literary Arts and the Charlotte Writers Club. Bruce believes in storytelling and story listening, and how it is in listening that we start to understand. He began posting his stories at choicesdomatter.org, a weekly blog that ran for four years. There are no answers here, only questions, is his first published work. Learn more at charlesbrucemcintyre.com. Thank you for listening to another six-minute story. You can read them all in the nine anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L-Jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next personal story publishing project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.